Tzvila, what I'd like to talk about tonight uh, is an interesting category. And that is a category of when a person is not allowed to daven. Normally, we don't know that there's a chiyot to daven. We already spoke in the previous year whether that's a chiyot medaraisa or a chiyot medarabonin. But a person is a chiyot to daven. And sometimes maybe a person is in the category as an oinest that he can't daven, but he's a chiyot to daven. What I want to talk about tonight is there are a number of categories of people that are not allowed to daven. And not only that, being a zarach is not allowed to daven, so the halach would be if they would daven, so the halach is tefilasit te'eva, a Kaddish Baruch so to speak, rejects the tefillah, despises it, he doesn't want to tefillah. And therefore in a case like that, it's better not to daven. The person's not meant to daven in a situation where it's forbidden. And if a person would daven, besides the fact that he would have to repeat the tefillah again the second time when he's allowed to daven, it's also be considered a bracha of atalim. All the times that he daven, all the brachas that he said in davening, when he was in a situation of not meant to have been davening, so then we call it a bracha of atalim. So when are the situations when a person's not meant to daven? So we're going to talk about a number of them. One or two of them are actually on the Yama. But uh, the, the, in, throughout the Chutzira we find a number of categories when it's asa to daven. So the first category, which... Uh, then it shouldn't happen, it doesn't happen too often, and then it's a person's an ayna. The halacha is that if a person loses a relative, a close relative, and it's in a period between between the Ptira and the Levaya, and then at that stage, the halacha is that the person is not meant to do mitzvah so then he's not meant to daven either, and it's not like he's, he has a choice not to daven, he's not meant to daven, it's all not to daven. Um, obviously, there are the exceptions. If there's a Shabbos in between, for example, or the Kfur, for whatever reason, has been postponed for some time, for a number of days, or a person in a situation where they aren't in the place where the mace was, or where the Kfur is going to be, there's nothing they can do to participate at any stage. So then there will be exceptions that a person wouldn't have this clear of being an Aiden. But uh, other than that, if an a person is in a situation where relatives died, then he's an Aiden, so then he's also to die. Uh, Davin also make brachas? Davin also, yeah. Davin also, also make brachas. Right, also to, uh, also to, to bench, whatever it might be. That's the end of an That's the first category of a person that isn't meant to Davin. And Al-Kadekah. But if, let's say, the person is in Aninus from, let's say, someone died in the morning and the Kfura was only that night. So, which means the entire afternoon or the entire time that they could have Davin Mincha. They weren't allowed to daven because they were anointed. So the halacha is, even though after the tefillah they could daven married, they're not meant to make up a tefillah for mincha. Normally, if a person misses a tefillah, they're meant to make it up in the subsequent tefillah. But when a person doesn't daven because he's not allowed to daven, so then he isn't required to make up a tefillah. Exactly, that's the opposite. Or the tefillah he wasn't meant to say. So he didn't do wrong by missing it out, so he has to make it up afterwards. The halacha is, he's part of from, he's not meant to say tashlim. That's the first category. The second category, which is especially in Purim, when a person is not allowed to daven, is when a person is drunk too much. And this is the halakh of the Torah, that just like a koyen isn't allowed to do a voida in the base of Mizdash under the influence, and a person is not allowed to pass him halakha when he's drunk too much, more than a revise of a beverage which is intoxicating. So that's the case, halakha also applies to Torah. And now, now we have to define it in three separate levels. The first one being where a person's allowed to daven. The second one where a person's not allowed to daven. And uh, we said philosophy to Eva. And then the third place, which 
we consider the person to have already been the character of a shaita, someone who has no das, and therefore uh, we don't we can't behave him anything, we don't consider him to be of sound mind. Uh, so that would be the second case? That would be the third case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure you don't consider him to be here, that you, you know what's going on. That's self-inflicted. That's self-inflicted, but in that situation right now, he's self-inflicted at the stage of being a shaitan himself. What the Gemara calls Shekhrusa Shalot, which means the person is so, so drunk that they don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on around them. If that's the case, we aren't behind a person like that to do or say anything. Because you hold that they might be a self-inflicted state, but it's a state that they're part of a mitzvah because they're unable to, they don't have any doubts, they don't know what they do. Also, his davening probably doesn't mean anything. Uh, right. Yeah. So what does it mean that he's davening? Right. And therefore, we're not just davening, and the person is that drunk, so we won't make him make a prophet either, or try a bench, whatever it is. We don't think he's uh, in a category someone who can do a mitzvah. Now, that's uh, what what that stage, like we said, that the person doesn't know what's happening. A person is in a state of drunkenness, that's what's going on around him. That's already considered Shalot. And why we give it that title is because by Lot, we see that as being the, the, what the Torah says about he was that drunk that he didn't know what his daughters were doing. Someone doesn't know what's going on around him. That's the level of drunkenness where we say a person is a shaitan. Now, what's considered, so barring a person's gotten to that stage, where is it considered a stage where a person is not allowed to dive in the Chathchelah? Where is there a stage where a person, even but he ever is not allowed to daven, he said, to What's the Mitzvah? How did he start davening? This guy's not aware of what... Yeah, the person the person is drank too much. He's now lying on the floor. But he hasn't benched. So if we're going to whisper, get up, get up, bench. We'll try and get him to bench. No, there's no point doing that. In that situation, he knows enough what's going on that he's including benching. If he recovers at a stage where he's still satisfied from the meal, and then he can still bench later, okay. But uh, the stage is now we don't even try. There's no point. So what's the stage of shikhrus where a person lachatchila shouldn't happen? And what's the stage of shikhrus that's also to happen? And we'll see there's a big difference between those two stages because here we do, we're speaking about stage one and stage two is regarding tefillah. And then there's a back regarding other things. So even if a person can't daven, he can still say shema maybe or say brachos. And when a person gets to the stage of being even a completely, like we said, drunk to the point of being a shaiti halakhically, you don't make us anything. So the first stage of being drunk is that a person drinks a revis of something intoxicating, and uh, that, that's considered shasi, the person who's drunk. Now, there are exceptions to that, and that is if a person drinks in small amounts, or a person eats at the same time and things which help absorb the alcohol, so then they wouldn't be in the same category. Also today, certain drinks are diluted and aren't as strong as uh, they used to be. Maybe that's also, uh, also a sad that the Mishapura brings, that it doesn't have the same effect. But if a person would drink a revise, um, okay, it's a capital of a strong alcohol, so we consider it to be shasi. We consider it to be someone who's drunk uh, enough that is in the category that is influenced by the alcohol. Even if he's a person who can take alcohol well and he's still functional, he's not uh, active, unsteady or whatever it is, that's already considered someone who's drunk or obese. In such a situation, it's considered shas someone who's drunk. And the first halak in the third is, that it's, and then from a pasuk, that it's also for a person like that to pass in halakha. It's also a person like that to pass in halakha. Now, what does it mean that a person can't pass in halakha? So, uh, this is a very shkir shayla, because, uh, firstly, there are a body who want to drink or obese too. And now, sometimes on the shayla, that's the answer. 
or not just that some permits talk about advocates on Pesach. If a person is drinking wine, that's a reverse of wine. The first cup of Kiddush is on an empty stomach, and therefore the person had a Paschal afterwards. And uh, similarly, in any Yom Tzedah, where the person talk about it, so Rafa is like this, and then it's brought down by a lot of the burden today. When it says Al Yorah, if a person is drunk, Al Yorah, you can't rule in halachas, it means a halacha which requires a hurrah, it requires a ruling. Whereas if I'm just telling you that you ask me a question, look in the Shulchan Aruch, Simon Tzad, you sit, I look because that's look what he says, so I'm not ruling you, I'm, I'm giving you a ruling, I'm just telling you what, what it says inside. I'll give you a halacha read it to you. And the fact that I read to you that in your case I'm reading you the Arach and that Arach is Muslim, so I didn't pass it, the Shekhanar passed it, I just read you what it said. And it happens on Rav Bahat. And I can tell you that the Shekhanar says whatever it is, Muslim, also whatever the case might be. So a lot of words can hold, that's not called a ruling. That's not called being Yerim. I'm just quoting to you what it says inside. What if I tell you something that I heard from my Rebbe? Sorry? What if I tell you something that same I heard thing. from my Rebbe? I can quote what I heard, and that's, and that, if it's exactly the same case, I'm saying exactly what I heard. It's okay. The, the, what's called being yoyre is something which requires a certain shekel adas. Which means it has to uh, think about is this the, the right case for the halacha or not? Because it's not the first case of the halacha, it's something similar. And I have to weigh up is it the same, is it not the same? It needs a certain amount of, of das, of ability to consider the case and judge it. And is it, is it the case which this halacha would apply to or not? And therefore, we, have to, we would assume that a person who's really been influenced by what is drunk isn't able of making that comparison or that uh, connection completely, uh, completely logically. And therefore, that's called the hira. That's called the hira. So, if a person would ask a shayla, which I have to think about the case and think, what is this the most similar to? Then the person has to have be completely listed and completely in control of his mind to think in, in, as logically as possible. And when something is going to affect that, that level of concentration or ability to apply his mind to the case, like a revise of a strong alcohol would, then that's the case. Something like that a person can't pass. But if it's just telling you that it's the Mishnah Guru says in exactly this case, Mutter, then I'm just, I'm just acting as the, as the reference book for you. Look it up yourself. And therefore, that's a big difference. Now, because of this, there were always questions uh, who didn't use to drink on Purim at all. Because they held someone could always come ask us a question. And if we have some situation that we've already drank to the extent we know how to pass it, so then it's the right to pass it. And therefore, there were some poskim who would drink and not answer questions. And there were some poskim who felt in the Christ to be available to answer questions that wouldn't drink. And uh, another, uh, most of the poskim that I knew, Personally, didn't Dafka didn't drink for him because they were worried, yeah, worried about the Salah. Uh, they, they didn't tell a story about the famous Rabbi Shalain of Shmuel Salain that his Seder night took, took an hour. From Kiddush until Hadal, we raced through the Seder in an hour. I went to sleep half an hour afterwards. We could let him be available to answer questions again. He drank four cups of wine. He was worried that he was not out of Pascal like that. But that is if a person sleeps, then that kind of helps the one dissipate. So he raced through the Seder. Sleep afterwards, then you like to answer everyone that come asking questions without having the influence of alcohol. Now, the wine point of this is, and again, this is from my brother, Moshe Shapiro, as a friend of Racha, I've mentioned it before here, but the wine point of this is extremely again, is can a person decide, am I allowed to double? In other words, we're going to, so far we said that uh, there's a certain stage when a person is drunk, is that enough that he's not allowed to double? That person can turn away up. Can I double or can't I double? Do I drink enough that it's affected me or not? That's for sure something which needs shekel adas. 
which is to say it needs a certain ability to where where my situation uh, completely objectively and decide am I completely sound mind and for the person who's drunk himself so it's awesome for him to do that because that's a prime case of a case where you need to be able to wear the situation and see what Allah has to it and therefore besides the issue of davening when, you, when you're drunk too much you, you can't decide if you're allowed to daven if you're drunk too much that's making it that's, that's passing in Allah and therefore Moshe always to say you know I'm just going to have to pray so just like we always say that you know, we have a group of people the driver doesn't drink so the person who's deciding who's allowed to daven with can't drink because uh, there has to be somebody who, who can make that decision of how much people have drunk and can they dabble or not and that person has to be able to make a decision not under the influence of having drunk himself but he can only make a decision on himself not on other people he can make a decision on all the other people because they aren't able to make a decision for themselves okay. how do you do that? well firstly you can know what they've been drinking so if you know how much they drink then we already put them into that category but that's a dinner for Shasi. And that's a lechatchila, a person who is drunk uh, shouldn't happen. What he should do is, like the Gemara says, there's certain things which uh, help dissipate alcohol more quickly. There's certain things which help dissipate alcohol more, more quickly. And because of... Like sleeping. The Gemara says sleeping helps out. And therefore, if the person is still able to sleep, and then afterwards it will still be allowed to daven, then that's the much better option to do. That's the that's the uh, the, 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 the the right thing to do in such a situation. Um, so where this is like the first thing to say. That's why even though the whole day of Purim is uh, one's allowed to have a Purim sir, a person could have a Purim sir in the morning and be completely able to do that. If a person wants to drink, so then it's brought it to Dhabi Mincha first. Because Mincha has a time limit. And because of that uh, if a person is going to drink in the middle of it, uh, like, uh, before Davi Mincha, there's a good chance for Miss Mincha because he's already, he's already no longer able to daven. Whereas if a person is already daven Mincha, married is much more time for. And therefore, it's in the whole night, a person can go to sleep and then wake up and daven married uh, uh, during the night, he'll still be Yetzir. He'll still be Yetzir. That's if a person is really drunk. And if in Kaldachayme, if a person is drunk to the extent that we call him any Yachol Davin Mechimelech. Which means a stage where a person isn't able to, st- to talk to a king. And that's a stage where a person is not allowed to daven. Uh, is talking to the king, and the person has to be of a sound enough mind that I can think about what I'm going to say. And it's not just a question of judgment, of knowing how well to compare things or how well to understand something. It's more control of what I'm saying. And that's what the concept of Vidavik Nemelech means that if a person is standing in front of a king, you weigh your words. You don't just talk. Whereas the person, as you know, Alcohol loosens the tongue, and like the Gemara says, you have to say it. And when people are drunk, with you, right, they talk too much. And when they talk too much, so then they, they say things that are going to say to other people. And Kalvach and Tashem, like we brought the Midrash by Yavim last night, that uh, when Yav complained to the Hashem Tashem, and then he realized he was wrong, he said, Shikar Hadisi. I was drunk when I spoke. He wasn't really drunk, but he meant that just like a drunk person doesn't control what he says. So similarly, Eof said about himself, I wasn't in control of what I said. And a person like that can't die. Because standing in front of Hashem means I can decide what to say, and I'm in control of my words. And when a person is any of which means he's at a stage where his tongue is loosened to the extent that he can no longer control exactly what he's going to say, then that is also going to die. And if he did it, he'll have to die again. 
Now, if a person can't even pronounce wisdom, well, that's a good sign that he's got to that stage, so he's got to control what he's saying. And this is an important point, because very often, at that stage of drunkenness, people want to die. And I don't know, I always see the Bachar who go up and hug the Karachas, and I don't know, they think they love me. But that's not feeling. It might be it might be a person feels close, connected, feels guilty. I don't know what they feel, but it's not fair. And when a person at that stage that they aren't in control of themselves, they're not allowed to dab. And you have to stop somebody. If everyone gets up to dab and the guy at the end of the table who's drunk is trying to unsteadily rise to his feet to dab him too, you have to stop him. It's also to dab. It's all rough to my time. Okay, so that's it. Now, somebody like that also, if he can go to sleep or whatever it will be, and he'll recover and then wake up and, and still during the night, and if he's still able to dive so then he should dive when he wakes up. Another of Shemazal Nabach, the Khanid Rafa, used to tell us his Bach in the Kultaira, that if someone falls asleep drunk, don't wake him up for night, because it could be he'll still be drunk. When a person wakes up naturally, then the alcohol's, so to speak, level has dropped enough that he's normally got into a stage where he can think again. If you wake him up, he might not be at that stage. ברוך <laughs> And therefore, the person still can, can knows how to make a shayakal or ashiyat or whatever it is, that he can still say. That he can still say that within instead. If a person would miss as the whole marriage, he only woke up the next morning. So then, in, it's true he wasn't able to daven uh, during his one marriage, so he can make it up the next day. He's considered an onus, so he couldn't daven, even if it was self reflected. Um, but the most he can daven the next day. Uh, especially for it. When the person is bringing down, if there's more of a mitzvah to drink, so then obviously, we, we, and as a result of trying to keep that offer, that's why you can't dive in afterwards. Okay, so you can dive in. It's together, so we don't consider the pressure for that, and therefore you can make it up when he wakes up afterwards. The big question is what about pension? What about pension? Because maybe you can dive in uh, married at 3, 4, 5 in the morning, and maybe you can even make up shakas twice if you need to. There's no other sort of what's going to do about pension. So here the halacha is like this. If a person is able to bench, even if he's only yachal davin if they melech, he can still say, he can still, he knows what he's doing, he's still able to talk and say, he can bench even if he's drunk. And if a person's at the stage where he does not see what he's doing and he can't talk properly, whatever the case might be, then again, he's in a situation where he can't bench. Let's say you can bench with him. He doesn't to go with him along. Especially he doesn't know what he's doing. His mind keeps wondering. He doesn't know what he is. So then, in the last is that no, if you yeah. go with him, it's not enough. It's like you sing the song with him. Yeah. If he knows what's going on, I'm saying. If he doesn't know what's going on, then it's a nice request. Okay. So that's okay. It's when he when he wakes up, if he's still satisfied full full to the meal that he ate, then he can go to Now, but what is important, and it's always Rasmah Bakram as well, interesting of topic. For a second, from Tefillah, just the idea of Purim, and that is, if a person wants to get drunk, they should make sure that they make the mitzvahs of Purim first. Because uh, otherwise, Purim, there isn't a way to make up the mitzvahs of Purim after Purim. And therefore, if a person is going to start the day by getting drunk, or get drunk before he's done all his other mitzvahs, he's just going to lose them. I always need that for the end, when he's done everything before. 
That's Pasha I'm talking about, that a person's already given a Pana Sigvari and he's that Pana, that's Pasha. But what's not so Pasha is, a person's been yet to sit his food. Because that's also a mitzvah. If a person starts the meal by drinking and they never get to eat anything because they're already drunk by the time the food comes out, they will not get to sit his food. Sit his food, most boys can hold the person to eat bread, and the person has to eat meat. I'll say, I'll And therefore, if a person wants to get drunk, he should only do it after he's already made choice. He's going the chiyuv of what he needs to do to make him sit his food. And then otherwise, it's the chaval doing his keeping a minag and losing a halach. The Rav mentioned several levels of drunkenness. If we're in the topic of prayer. So yeah, even though the Shulchan Aruch brings that there's a shear of being, what the Gemara says really, of drinking Adelayada, there's very few Ahreinim who understand that to be literally Adelayada. Right? It's, it's, that's, that is getting drunk to the level of Shulchan which means both doesn't know what's going on. And therefore there's so many different interpretations, both in the Halacha and in the, and in the concept, in the, in the Makshava, of what the Gemara wanted to say. Okay, we have from the one extreme of the Ramah. And that is if a person drinks enough to fall asleep, to fall asleep. Because there is a sleep, he does not going on. And that doesn't have to be, depending obviously how much you don't put in that, it doesn't have to take that much alcohol to do that to you. It could be, even if Nechayim, like does for a few minutes, they're already the kind of dinner according to the Ramah. And it does just say, which the Biyadaka brings down, that Adalayada means Adalayadikla, which means I don't have to get to the stage of Layada, but I have to get near that stage. Up to that stage, but I'm not meant to get the stage of losing, and not not reaching it, close to it. So I'm not meant to lose my dust. And like I said, the very few, the very few post I think it means literally, like the Gemara says, that a person is meant to drink himself into a stupor, they don't know what to do. Like that's a, an obvious. It means automatically that you're not benching. Right, you know. So there's no nice way of saying Alanisa may benching on Purim because it's morning for breakfast. I'm just saying on the Sudas Purim. Right. If the person just becomes so drunk, then you can't do the mitzvahs anymore. Unless you have a shiur first. Right, and then bench and then drink, which goes again. But so it has to be part of the shiur. The shiur is the mashma that the drinking is part of the shiur. That's what brings in the whole shiur. Uh, which another point Acharim said that it doesn't make sense that Torah wants a person to get to the stage they they part of the mitzvahs because they don't know what to do. Okay, whatever the case may be, that's the that's the get the purim. There's another category also of two more categories of people who can't up. Um, that's not just Nagaya to the once a year maybe people drink and Purim, that's Nagaya much more commonly. And this is important that I have to talk about because again, there's three stages. One is the person is better not to daven. The second one, the person is not, not meant, is, can't daven. And the third stage, that the, third is, the person's third is a favor and then they have to daven again. And that is if a person uh, needs to go to the bathroom. So in the Harakha is, if a person needs to go to the washroom, he's not allowed to daven. Now the question is, what does it mean he needs to go to the washroom? So here again, the halacha has three steps. Step number one is that Ba'etzam, uh, person not thinking about it right now, and they don't feel the need right now, but if they would, uh, if they would put their mind to it, so now when they think about it, then okay, then actually maybe I should go to the bathroom. But it's nothing which is yet the sensation which is disturbing me, and therefore I'm not thinking about it. If they had thought about it before they started davening, they might have done something. So if it was, yeah, but right now it's not something which I'm aware of, or not necessarily is on my mind, unless I actually think about it. A guys like that, so the love is a person's allowed to double. A person's allowed to double. And now, the second stage is, a person needs to go to the washroom already, but they think they can wait. How long can they wait? So the shear that they have to wait is what we call the shear of Hidduch Parsa, which means uh, 72 minutes. Or in other words, an hour and a quarter, hour and a first, 72 minutes. That's a long time. That's a long time. 
But remember, it's like the Rukhuk points out, it's not the amount of time, it's walking a person. Because, like the Gemara says, when a person walks, it makes them need the, the bathroom more. And therefore, it means that if the person thinks I'd be able to walk for 72 minutes without needing the bathroom, then he's allowed to happen. If a person thinks I'm not going to be able to wait that long, then he's not allowed to happen. Then he's not allowed to happen, and he'll have to stop and go to the washroom first and carry on afterwards. And I think Shabir writes, but even that means that I'm going to miss a bit of a zipper because they're going to keep going and I'm going to catch, I have to catch up to them. So I'm going to do that. If a person doesn't have to dive in like that, so then the Arachi is just going to have to stop and, uh, and, and, uh, and make up the Twitter afterwards. So he can't start, <coughs> and if he started, he has to start. What I'm going to this thing is not just talking about Shonesra, he's talking about Krishna, he's talking about Brachas, he's talking about other things too. When a person needs to go to the bathroom, he's not meant to say the Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, if he, if, if he feels that at whatever stage he has to go to the bathroom, so before he does, says any bracha, so the brought in the spirit because it wasn't it. Before he says any bracha, he should make sure to go to the bathroom first. And then after he says a bracha. Then Ramah adds another point and says, also even with the tarif. And that is if the person's learning and he's going to the bathroom, so you have to stop. You have to stop before he learns, or before he carries on learning to go to the bathroom. But over here we'll see that there's maybe one or two more comments to be medical. Like we'll talk about it in a minute. Pointy bathroom is for a friend. That's a very reason, that's all good. Now, the. the so that other is like this. Well, if you have to blow your nose. No, it's not a problem. But it's a. Uh, it's Yeah. Now, the next one. And that is, even though if, even if a person thinks I could wait that long, uh, he's still meant to go to the bathroom. But the uh, matter is, if a person would have in, in such a case, it would still be, it would still be yotzit for them. And, uh, but if a person can't wait that long, then he won't be yotzit for them. And 72 minutes. 72 minutes of walking, then he won't be yotzit Walking 72 Right. Uh, and if you have to, you have to, you have to, be considered diving, which is a ta'eva, and you have to dive in again. Now, the Shulchan, the Mishabura says, halacha lemaisa, that there's a big difference between the two cases, and that is if a person thinks, I'll go to the bathroom now, I'm going to miss this man's film. That's his car running to catch a mincha 10 minutes before Shkir, and then I'll have to go to the bathroom. Well, now I'm going to find a bathroom on the Shkir. So, in a case like that, what's he meant to do? So, the Mishabura makes his film, which means if a person thinks I can wait 72 minutes, so then like, I'm, I'm technically I'm, I'm allowed to die. But in a case like this, but if I don't, I'll miss that, this is my filler, so I should die. And if I think, no, I can't wait that long, then it's also for me to die. And that's the case, I'm going to have to find a bathroom first, and that's the case. So, then if I miss the filler afterwards, so then uh, I have to make it up. But uh, there's not a hat to daven in the case where Rachel says you're not allowed to daven. Right. Um, that's uh, that's the second stage. The same thing as burn of fashas. If he makes a burn of fashas in that stage, you also lost the brush. Um, in that in the case where a person feels he can't wait, 72, so, uh, 72 minutes. Right. So then uh, does he, the Shulchan Aruch only brings it? Uh, yes, to go back by. Because now that's more of a den of a, it's like, it's a, the table, it's filled with the table. It doesn't say about Barakas has to go back. There's even a discussion in the Shulchanah, in the Mishnah, in the Biralach, I'm sorry, by a chazan. When it says Chazal Sashat, he's embarrassed. And therefore, he definitely was close to the Tudor, even though Ba'atzim didn't think he could wait that long, was it Tzibu Yotzeh Chazal Sashat or not? So he discussed it in Barakas, and there's a Tzad to say that uh, could be used yet, Chazal Sashat. Whatever reason. Now, what's, uh, that's the second stage. And the third stage is what we call when a person can't wait and therefore by not going to the bathroom is doing over an iser of being about the shakti. 
uh, which means not to, to hold himself in when he, he, he doesn't feel like he at all. And then for sure, it's also without anything in that stage. Um, it's also, so, Brock's in that stage, for sure, even more. Now, the question is, uh, what happens if that happens if he's in the middle of Shemoneser? And as he started Shemoneser, okay, or well, we wasn't thinking about it, and that's long Shemoneser, that's a Shemoneser, the Aminera, and whatever time it would be, and it comes to Shemoneser, and he feels that he has to go to the bathroom. So, normally, that lucky is, he has, to, he has to finish. You can't stop the Mosh Mesh, he has to finish as quickly as he can um, and then go to the bathroom then. As long as when he started, uh, when he, 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 wasn't, he didn't feel that he had to go to the bathroom, so he's allowed to carry on. And after he's allowed to go to the bathroom, he's finished. But the Ramah says that if he gets to the stage of Bata Shakti, which means a person feels that he can't hold himself in anymore, then of course he has to stop going to the bathroom, even when Mosh Mesh, right? Uh, the main thing is he shouldn't talk. He shouldn't talk. You know, if he has to get up and walk outside to go to the bathroom, come back in and carry on, okay, if he can't help himself, that's what he has to do. But because others are being over about the shark, so then you can't, you don't have a doubt, you can't do anything. But, uh, but to be massive more than that, um, to be massive more than that, then he's not allowed to talk or anything else. And of course, not to say Shia, so they got later on, after the initial answer. Right. And the Mishnah goes into details. That is, even if a person is in the middle of Sukkot, there's any hope, because Krishna. And if it gets to the stage where he needs the bathroom that bad, he's just to stop where he is. In the middle of Shemon Esrei? Shemon if you can't hold himself enough, we go there also. That's what we said. Okay, that, that's the third category. So you can just go and you come back and continue where you left off right, Shemon Esrei. Right, right, and not say anything, obviously, and uh, continue where you left. Can I ask a practical question? Yeah. Let's say, like, Shabbos morning, you feel you won't be able to get to Musa. When's the best time to go to the bathroom? Oh, so we're talking about that. Now, when a person feels he's going to have to stop him out of the bathroom, so when's the best time to do that? So if it gets to the stage where he has to go now, so we're going to talk about it, go now. But if it's a shadow that a person can like, kind of plan the diving, so then the, 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 when, it's, when it's in which is number one, in Sukkot Azimra, between the Bismarck of Sukkot Azimra, or even in Birkos Kurishma, Bain of is the second best option, not after God you struggle for Shemesa. That's the one time a person shouldn't be massive. And therefore, even if a person feels that he, while saying Shema, he needs to go to the bathroom, or that he should go to the bathroom before Shema Nesrei, so then the best place to start would be between Ayim Shema and Vayamir. So that's Bain Aprokin. And if it's better to be massive Bain Aprokin than Ayim Tzatara. And that's the last Bain Aprokin we have. Because between Ayim and Vayatsa, we don't massive, and then it's, then it's straight through to Goliath's role, you can't be massive either. And therefore, even though it's in the middle of Shema, that would be the next best option. And if it's during the week, it means the person takes his turn off, and then come back, turn him back on again. That's what he has to do. You know, that, that's, uh, that's, that's the last stopping point, so to speak, which is the Lechadchidah stopping point before Shemunas, right? Obviously, the person only woke up to the fact he needs to go to the bathroom um, when he gets up, which actually does happen a lot. Or when the person changes position, then they feel he needs to go to the bathroom. And therefore, the person was sitting down for Shemunas, he gets up uh, for Shemunas, mm-hmm. or to listen listened earlier, now he feels he's going to the bathroom, so to stop now. And uh, continue on. Even if it's the middle of the, of the bracha, but to you now, the Mishabur says, don't finish Goli Yisrael first, which is what he's like. So you're, rather, so you're better off stopping now and coming back to that point. If it's going to be, that's it for four shachas. When it comes to be four Musa, so then, the be, again, if it depends on the situation. If a person needs to go right away, then he has to go wherever it is, in Prasatara or wherever it might be. If a person is just planning ahead and he shouldn't have that, he doesn't think he'll wait 72 minutes and he wants to therefore dive before that, so then the best time to go is, uh, is either during the Torah or after that Torah during your Kampurka and all other things. Are those equal? 
equally reasonable place to go yeah. if you're planning forward right. Right. during the half Torah? Because the Indians are here the whole time. So they're not a person. So that's the big guy. In other words, you heard the whole Kriya? No, Maftir. No, Maftir is, you don't hear Maftir. You've heard it already. Maftir is also a good time. Maftir is also a good time. It's a long Mishabir. There seems to be a lot of people rushed right after right after Maftir. That's, that's, that's like a good time because you've heard the whole Kriya and then before. But if, uh, if you want to hop, then you, uh, before they start Maftir, you go. So, yes, you can. Once you've heard the end of Shri, you've heard the whole Pasha. That's true, except for this week. Right, right, right. Special Maftir. Like I said, that's just to get to when a person doesn't have a daven because he needs to go to the bathroom. And uh, we said that the plan is both to the Yacha and to the Tzibu. And uh, now the question is, is the fact that a person is embarrassed to die? If the chazan to get um, to disappear in the middle of Shmuel, what happened to him? So, it doesn't, uh, but here it's broad. The person thinks he can wait uh, uh, 32 minutes. So then even though we normally say a person should, should stop anyway, but in the case we also had the added factor of he's going to be embarrassed. So then the says maybe he can, he can continue. Now the last point is, if a person knows he has some kind of stomach kind of, uh, Element, always taking medication, and he knows he's going to have to go to the bathroom all the time, he'll be able to wait. So he can't dump. He can't dump. He's again in the category of an illness. And if that's going to last until the end of his mind, what could he do? He was sick. And then he'll have to make up the next one when he can. But that's better than dumping in a case where a person knows that he's not going to be allowed to dump. That means human